All right, it was something hilarious, though. All this shit is depressing. Ash and Kutcher didn't blow up those buildings, by the way. I don't want you to think. I'm not going to put that on him. Huh? American people. American person is one of the most lied to people in the world. That's our whole game with America. Because freedom is not a privilege, my friend. It is a fucking burden. Because a free person has to make choices all the time. And you can't make a good choice unless you have the information. And in America, it's not like China. You know in China when they had earthquakes, you know what the headline was in the newspaper? What earthquake? They don't tell those people shit. In America, they'll tell you every goddamn thing, and then they don't prioritize the information. You got to figure all that shit out for yourself. That's right. The war will be breaking out, and you'll be like, did Michael Jackson fuck them kids? <laughs> that gets shuffled funny. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries Podcast, where the facts are the facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. As always, we encourage you to rate, review, and subscribe. Subscribe where, you might ask? Well, you would subscribe on the Apple iTunes podcast app. You would subscribe on whatever the fuck that Google is doing now, uh, Amazon Music, SoundCloud, and we still don't know what it is that you do on Spotify, but whatever it is you do, please go and do that. And as always, the Shaolin Shambles. Welly F. What does the F stand for? We haven't done that in a while. <sighs> the F is for front runner. Front runner Funzarelli. Damn, I said front runner. I meant to say front man. My bad. Oh. Yeah, just because I'm. Anyways, am I tripping though, or was he unemployed for ten years? I, I'd have to I have to go back because that was that was probably something that was covered early, and it really I really didn't snap into it until like midway through that first episode. So he was unemployed for a while though. Yeah, yeah, because I mean I didn't be sitting here like just laughing. I'm like, no, like so much could have been solved by niggas just getting a job. <laughs> like so much could always be solved by niggas just getting a job. I'm like, bro, like, I mean, I didn't see nothing about an unemployment line. Boys was gambling. Like, <laughs> he did. He had a problem. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. Uh, my son finished it last night, and he he said that, he, you know, he liked him, but he was like, uh, you know, obviously, he's like, he liked Ali a lot, too. He's like, man, that's messed up. What happened to Ali? And he said, you know, obviously, he liked the old man. He said he kind of liked the bully, too, man. I mean, just because, you know, these young niggas, they, you know. You know how that is, man. Bruh, that meme where it says, do you want to play a game? The nigga said, no. And they roll the credits. <laughs> roll credits like nigga. That would have been me. Like, who the hell? Nigga, I'm over here depressed. You come Bruh. over here and talk about playing a game? I don't even want to hear the rules. Better get, better get the fuck about my face. Bruh, just, just leave me alone. Like, this is not the time. This is not the time. It's, it's, it's a good thing, man. Uh, I feel like this is that's this year's bird box, you know. People can have fun with it, man. I I can say certain things, but I'm just like, hey, man, I, I 
once again, I'm never going to be the type of dude that gets like uh, annoyed when people are kind of having a good time with something. You know, it's still it, it it's kind of some stuff is cringe and it's like, OK, y'all can calm down a little bit now. But it's like with all the shit going on in the world right now, like whatever, man, whatever, whatever, keep y'all happy, though, whatever actually gets y'all to come together and, you know, have, you know, civilized discussions and have fun with something. And like I said, this this year's bird box for sure. It, it would have been nice if Candyman would have had that type of buzz. But like we said, like Candyman just wasn't it, bro. Like the consensus says, like, nah. That ain't it. As much as people may have liked that movie, clearly you see what happens when a movie or when when shows get love. Like when it just when it just hit that viral, bro. It's, you can't deny it. And then people start talking about, oh well, you you got to understand the economical concepts that's going on in Korea right now that make people do this. I'm tired of understanding that. I'm tired of understanding what where the social justice movement is at. I'm tired of understanding where the economy's at. I came here to escape. Honestly, honest, me, I'm gonna be like, like I said, even comparing it to that uh, that movie that I forgot the name of last time, platform. Like, like I still only, I still re- prefer to just watch it at a surface level. Like I'm just trying to just be entertained nowadays. Like because, like you said, it's so much of this social justice bullshit going on, and to know that this movie was written ten years ago. And for anybody to say that they know what's going on in Korea is full of shit. You don't know what's going on in Korea. Like, stop it. No, Dennis Rodman no. might know, but you don't know. He's about the only person that knows. He's probably the only person that knows. Stop it. Like, cut it out. We don't know what's going on in Korea. We don't know what's going on. In- stop it. <laughs> you don't know what's going on in your own country. <laughs> you know. It, 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 it's, it's, it's a whole lot of, um, look, 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 look this way. There's a of lot of sleight, of sleight of hand going on. Straight up, like like Chappelle said, man, it's like it's it's so much going on, and if you don't, if you if you're the person that's left happy to prioritize the news, that's still kind of sucky. Like it's like, damn, like what am I supposed to care about? You know what I'm saying? Like we got we got Australia over here. You know what I'm saying? That's basically a prison. You ain't hearing nothing about that. But then you telling me to pay attention to this white girl that got that got kidnapped, and then you over here telling me. That um, I'm gonna need a, pa- a vaccine passport. It's, it's so much shit going on, and it's like, at the end of the day, man, what's the best thing to do? Shit, I guess Instagram was trying to help us out. You know, disconnect for five hours. You know, just, just disconnect, bro. And the thing about that, even still, was like, I'm still opening this app like it works. Like I know, I know that it's down. I literally opened it probably 20 minutes ago. Why did I open it again? Because my mind is just like programmed to when I have this phone in my hand, I'm going to go to Instagram. I'm going to go to Twitter. I'm going to go to Snapchat. I'm going to go to TikTok. Those are what I'm going to do. I'm going to send this text message. I'm going to do all this other stuff. And it's like, hey, just, just put this motherfucker down. And that's why I like I like what Apple did with the focus modes. Because I was like, all right, I'm going to put this in my work focus. I'm going to get text messages from this select group of people. Don't let me know about any applications. Don't let me know about anything else. I'm gonna get phone calls from the select group of people, but other than that, it's not gonna it's not gonna buzz. And so I'm not gonna check it until I you know have some free time. I'm not getting you know Instagram, Snapchat. I'm not getting those notifications. I'm not getting and you know we got fucking eighty billion apps on the phone. So Nike isn't telling me about they what they got going on. Torchy's Tacos isn't telling me that, hey, they, this is the taco of the month. Like, just anything to make you put that phone in your hand, 
Then once it's there, it's like, shit, now the whole world is back open to you. Yeah, yeah. What is the taco of the month? I don't recall because I'm not oh. in Texas, so I didn't even care. Oh, y'all don't got them out there? No, sir. But, but there is a taco joint out there. That was one of something I, something I sent on the list, right? They had a taco joint on that list I sent you. Yeah, there's there's a couple of good uh, taco places out here. It, it it took me a while to find them because of for a long time Chewy's was my best option, and and it mainly is Chewy's. But mm-hmm. I, I, I yeah, there's a couple of good taco places out there. It's, it's this place um I forget what it's called. It's like Supricia or something like that, and it's in South End. But it's kind of it's in a place where like all right, here's this taco place. They got this Asian place. Here's um here's an ice cream shop. Here's a bar right down the road is two more bars. Here's a burger joint. Like it's, it's like in a real active part of the city and it's, it's right off the train path. I have to get the train schedule to see, you know, when the trains are running, but that'll, that'll probably be a move. Do I need to take the train to get to you? Nah. Oh, okay. Train, no, nah, the train doesn't go out to the airport. Oh, okay. That's the, that's the cool thing about Denver. Oh, really? Yeah. I think Chicago was like that too. The train, yeah, yeah for sure. The train to the airport. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There'll be quite a few places. I'm shocked at Charlotte because I remember when you told me about the train. I'm, I'm shocked that that's one of the that wasn't one of the main functions of it. But then again, I guess Houston doesn't do that. Houston is years away from that. I'm saying so, we should at least have one that goes to Hobby. That would make sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah we'll, we'll make that happen, man. We'll make that happen. But uh. You said something, and I'm not going to go into detail about what you said, but you said something about that. And I said it was cognitive dissonance, and then you didn't reply. So is that, was that something that you had? Did you notice something? Because you, you said I, it was cognitive. I, I noticed something because I was, again, I was on social media while, while I, bro, I fucked my shoulder up. So I'm this fucking wrong with my shoulder. Oh, for real? That sucks. Bro, I couldn't sneeze my shoulder so fucked up. Good Lord. Like I, I went to sneeze and like I felt the pain in my shoulders. Like, oh, this is not gonna turn out good. I need to stop this sneezing. But anyways, I had went to the store to get some meds and I was on, I was on social media and I seen something. I was like, this is just dumb. Like you know, you you, and and like I said, stating the obvious because we see it all the time now. But you're championing championing the thought life, the 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 male whore life of you know you fucking everything that moves. But then you. You know, when my husband come, this, this, and this, or you know, when I give me a good one, I'm, I'm a, I'm a settle down. You know, it's like a lot of you aren't practicing what you're preaching, and I, and I don't want to sit here and judge people, but it's like a lot, it, like you're putting this out in the world. You act like this shit don't exist. We've been telling y'all for a long time that social media is real. You act like this shit don't exist. You put this mm-hmm. out there, and and this persona of you know, you just this this body basically, whether it be man or female. That you you know you you fucking everything that moves, but then it's like people see this, people mm-hmm. do do they research? Most people don't even give their phone numbers out anymore. They give their social media out. Mm-hmm. So you give your social media out, people start following you. They see they they scroll and take a look back and say, oh, this person wilding, this just a bust down. And you putting this energy out here that you a bust down, and then it's like, but you want somebody to come through and commit to you forever with your bust down energy. It'd be another, maybe another five, ten years before there is actually. I mean, it's not even gonna be like set in stone because right now you, we 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 have like my son's group, my son's age. You know, like they're they're they were birthed into it, and they're kind of 
how do I say molding it molding it into what it's gonna become. And yeah, we're our age group is a part of that too, but we're still kind of like in in test mode. So there are a lot of things that are going on that we just haven't all agreed on. But the reality of social media is it is reality. It's just a warp reality. It's an extension of your life. It's just warped because at the end of the day, yeah, you may not want to be a bust out. You may not want to be a jump off, but that's the reality that you're putting out there through this, through these apps. But then when people meet you in person, like you just said, you you don't really come off that way. You're, you're probably a little shy, probably a little bit cooler, more approachable. And you're talking about trying to get married. It doesn't add up. Because like I said, and I've been saying this for a long time, it's almost like people are like schizophrenic almost. People have like multiple personalities. They have the real world personality and they have their social media personality. And I, I still think we're trying to work the kinks out to where people just kind of just get to the point where it's like, all right, this is who I am. This is what I need to show on social media. I'm good. This is what it needs to be. Like still because in test you, mode. You kind of at a, at a point don't really want to go against the norm because what you want is against the norm these days. The norm is to not be committed, is to, to, you know, carry on in these streets and not make any emotional connection to people, just physically connect to people for like, like you say, you know, I'm I'm monogamous as long as I'm laying with you. But as soon as I get up, you know, what's the definition now? I belong to the streets. So, you know, to go against the norm is like, nah, I see what y'all doing, but I want more. So I'm going to carry myself as if I want more. I forgot what I was watching. Oh. Yeah, never mind. I might be able to mention it. But basically, the, the, the person said everybody just wants to like not necessarily like everybody wants to feel seen. Everybody wants to fit in. Everybody kind of has that natural that natural want to of just being seen as what is normal, like you said. And I think once more people uh, realize it, you should just resist that because. That just makes you a, a, a carbon copy and it makes you less original when you do that. I think um, I think personally, especially in America, you'll you'll catch people being uh, well, you'll catch people showing a healthier mind state because uh, it's a lot of unhealthy people out there mentally. And it's all it's literally just due to the fact that they just they're scared to be their true selves, that person that they are when they're in their homes and nobody can see them. That sucks. And it's like, I know that that takes a level of growth and development. But when we think about that and we think about people that are in our age group, don't you think we should be there now? Because I will I will look at people that are that are older than us and see the, the, the things that they go through to try to maintain the lifestyle of, let's say, somebody that's 24. It's like, man, you have two kids. You're pushing 40. You've never been married. But you're at the club more than somebody that's in college. This doesn't make any sense. And the crazy thing about that, a lot of these college kids, man, they don't even really they don't even have that desire to party in club like that compared to like 34 and 35 year olds. It's like y'all are trying to y'all are fighting to find the energy to do that. And the ones that have the energy to do that, they kind of look at that shit like, eh. Like I've I've run into to younger women and they're just like, ah, you know, we'd rather do this. We'd rather do that. So once again, I really think that that's a that's more of the older millennial culture versus the younger millennials, because uh, the younger millennials and Gen Zers like they they own some other shit, bro. They're different. Like 
you you're you're more likely once again to catch them on some OnlyFans shit. They they dominating Twitter. They're they're heavy on Tumblr. Like the the under twenty five crowd. Like shit, you got to think about it, man. Uh, they're they're a crowd that grew up in a world where they feel like, you know, if they go to college, they're gonna get raped. So so to, to an extent, like a lot of these younger women in this younger generation, shit, they're damn near scared of each other. I mean, you can see like. You could see like the the birth rates dropping, and I remember that article I sent you that uh, where the NYU professor was basically saying, you know what I'm saying like the NYU professor was saying you have you have a mating crisis, and I mean obviously he's looking at college, and it's like, and I think North Carolina where you are, UNC, well Chapel Hill, my bad, they have like their ratio is ridiculous. Like I want to say like it's eight to one, it's eight women to one man. Like that's that's that's. That's how bad the quote unquote mating crisis is because they're looking at it from a perspective of people are want to people college age people are going to want to date college age people obviously, but when you're looking at the the ratio you're looking at what you're what you're going to meet you're totally outnumbered how I mean how can a woman actually have real options if <laughs> she you got two or three guys in a class like how do you really get exposed? to options like you i mean i mean that's probably the reason why lesbianism is 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 the way it is and homosexuality is the way it is i mean i mean it, it ain't crisis for them two three guys that are in class it ain't it ain't because he he shit he he, he, got pick of the, he got the pick of the litter as long as he's on top of his shit and that's why i'm like man the college literally 10 12 years ago you were saying that colleges were were a hunting ground for predators women weren't safe there I mean, you can't say that anymore. Now you're saying it's a mating crisis. It's and, all and of a sudden a mating crisis. It's odd to me because I read that whole article because I was out walking, and it's like you know, oh, it's it's fifty one percent female to forty nine percent male, and I was like, ah. I mean, I, I I can see the change, you know, but it's kind of like is that is that crisis level? But I also started thinking this is something that we we've we've spoke about before, highly educated women are only going to want highly educated men. A highly educated man still mess with any woman. Yeah. There's there's still an archetype to the type of woman he's going to want to deal with if he's quote-unquote educated or successful. And it's pretty shallow. That's, I mean, you just get straight to the point. It's pretty shallow. I mean, it's a, a feminine woman, a fit uh, and submissive, you know, it's 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 fairly, you know, that's it, 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 she, it, it, sexually attractive. And as far as her income goes, it's, as long as she's not a, a bum, as long as she's not squid game broke, then we should, we should be good. Like, but and I and I've said this before, and, and a lot of people do not agree with me when I say this. They, you price your. It's funny because I was talking to the chick at Chris's uh birthday party. Had birthday Christian too real by the way, and like it was so funny to me because I was just chopping up with her and like it was like an instant moment where it was like kind of like bragging about the success and bragging about having a degree and you know kind of being this boss and I'm just like, all right, that's cool. And if I don't have those things, what does that mean? That means that that just eliminates me because I know how you're thinking. And that's one like, and then and then the reality is, even just looking at most of the guys there are pretty much, you know, we're already not necessarily on the same level, but we all could pretty much relate, not necessarily financially, but 
uh, education wise. So once again, if you're if you're one or two women that are high up in the food chain as far as being super educated and making all this money, you're not gonna want none of these guys around you. <laughs> not not on no long term shit. No, it's just the reality. I mean, just, that's just, just that's how y'all are built. Straight yeah. up. Because like like you said, you know, there's no no woman that's moderately attractive in their 30s that's not getting laid at least once a quarter. That's my belief. May not be the man that you want to spend the rest of your life with, but it's somebody that's coming through. It's somebody on that monkey branch. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's somebody there. So yeah, you know, you've you've already evaluated this person and said, no, he's not where I need I need the man that I want to be, whether it be financial, whether it be education-wise, because I mean, right, right is right, wrong is wrong. Those things are, are typically connected unless somebody just learned to trade and really been, you know, working in that in that field for a while. Because that, that was another thing that was mentioned in the article. A lot of men were just like, I'll just go do a trade. I'll go to trade school and I'll become a mechanic at Mercedes Benz and not get made, paid two hundred dollars an hour. That's I mean, bro, in most developed countries, that's what men are doing. I mean, men are doing it here. Like, see, they, they talk about this mating crisis. But they're only talking about it on the university level. And once again, you have to think about the personality of females and males. We ask, we aspire for different things. Like a lot of times, dudes that are going to college now, a lot of them are student athletes. Like mm -hmm. if they wasn't playing some type of ball, they really don't have a reason to be at a university. A lot of them are graduating and like, shit, if anything, I'd probably give me a two-year degree, but I'm going to go to a trade. You go somewhere like Germany, you go places like, you know, fucking Australia or whatever. Those developed countries, they they most of that men are going to trade schools. And if you're not on the higher part of the pecking order, meaning you come from a, a more prestigious family, you're probably not going into engineering. You're probably not going into, you know, those high-end business degrees. You're not doing that. You're doing something that's going to be sustainable for the lifestyle that you want. And a lot of dudes, I know a lot of successful dudes driving trucks. I know a lot yep. of successful dudes that are on a on a um on, you know, dealing with chemicals on some type of assembly line. I mean, blue collar work does not mean poverty. It's just blue collar work. It's just not, it's not, you can't show it off anymore. It's not show off work. It's not cute anymore. But at the end of the day, shit, that's what built America. That's 100% what built America. Shit, yeah, niggas laying railroad tracks, you know, like that was a job. Like coal miners, nigga, that was a job. That's real shit. You don't do the, that shit the, no more. The steel mills of the Northeast. You know what I'm saying? And that shit is that shit is dying now. That shit is dead, really, because people look down on that shit. I mean, that's why so many now hiring signs. You got so many now hiring signs because people look down on a job that isn't something they can show off on social media, low key. Or it's I can't not show that I work at fast food. I can't show I work at Walmart. I can't show this. Right. If if McDonald's would hit me up, say, hey man. We paying this amount of money for you to be a manager here. I mean, that's let's talk money. Let's talk finances. You talking finances? If they meet up with the lifestyle that I'm, I'm living or I, I want, let's talk. I ain't that's what, I, that's what that. I tell people when they when they thinking about jobs. Put you a put you a realistic number in your head. Put you one there. And if they come and they hit that number, then what the fuck are you waiting on? If I'm making no money. If I am jobless and I put me a realistic number in my head of twelve fifty an hour, because that's what's going to take for me to, to work 40 hours a week for four weeks and I'm going to be able to pay all my bills. 
Seems not. It seems realistic to me. If Bucky say they're gonna pay fourteen fifty, I'm out there, Bruh. I know people passing up sixteen, seventeen dollar hour jobs, and I'm like, and, and I hate to say this, but I, I go places and I, and I see these Mexicans ho- hopping on those jobs. I see these immigrants hopping on those jobs, and like I go back to that mind. Like I, I, I was hearing y'all years ago when you was like, oh, you know, there ain't nobody taking y'all jobs. I, I'm not even talking about white people. I'm just talking about people that are third, fourth generation Americans that feel entitled to the American dream, so to speak, and they're not willing to work these uh these lower tier jobs because like i said they're not show off jobs they're not the type of jobs that that signal status and um i think that's another thing that kills this current culture in america right now if you're not doing something to signal status i think they should like i think that's like you don't you feel incomplete mm-hmm. if you're not signaling status in some type of way you feel incomplete and and I, I think it's one of the main reasons why I don't really ever really post about my personal life because I think once you go down that road, it gets kind of it, it it becomes a an addiction to try to keep up or to try to or try to maintain a status. And it's just like you ever think about that day that you lose your job? What's gonna happen? What you gonna do then? Because I mean, a lot of us ain't signing contracts with these jobs. A lot of us ain't guaranteed, you know, 30, 40 years. You're like, are you stacking bread? Like, are you saving money? Are you thinking about the day that your industry collapsed? Did you see? Are you you decreasing your debt? So if you do have to take something that's not paying you as much, you still going to be okay. Speaking of that, I I did pay off one of my student loans last week. You're a real nigga. Yeah. yeah, I paid off off a credit card um, on Friday. Damn. I can't have my share. And I I chunked them a little extra three cents. I can't have my share. Hold that. I want to shine. You shine, I shine like Smith and Wesson. Come on, baby. He said that I gave a little three cents. The bitches don't need that three cents. Hold, nah, hold yeah. that. Hold that. Hold that in case I run this whole back up. <laughs> low, low key, they do need them three pennies because I know, they, I know, I know, boys struggling. They, they said U.S. going broke in like two weeks. Bro, we going broke, but we just told Iran has a bill to hold that. What? Say, bro. Bro, we going so broke, they like y'all niggas ain't paying y'all taxes like y'all supposed to. Let me see y'all. Let me look at y'all account. Nigga said, and for them to be looking in your hundred dollars, and for them to be looking at that even into your cash app, y'all think y'all finna get away with these PPP loans? They never was going to get away with the PPP loans. It was dog. They man, I forgot who said this man, but it's a well known fact. Bro, your average person thinking like three to five years ahead. Like they thinking three or five years ahead. Bro, they've been thinking hundreds of years ahead. They thinking 30, 40 years ahead. You think the minute that a pandemic was 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 announced that they didn't already have shit rolled out? Do you think that they any type of shortage, any type of issue that's going on right now, that shit is manufactured. They knew this shit was happening already. Like they knew what was gonna go down. They know what they want. They was in the background. That's why that's why I will always say Trump was an anomaly. Trump really just slowed down the process because you have enough people resisting to the point where it was like, okay, Trump came through, fucked some shit up. Not saying Trump was for the people, but at the end of the day, Trump fucked up what the globalists wanted to do. Like, and, and now it's back on track. Now they really seem like they speed fast, speed tracking this shit too. I mean, just 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 simply think about it. Why do you need to do a stimulus? Why do you need to offer these 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 paycheck protection loans when all you gotta do is open shit back up? 
let people get back to work. Bro, that's all you have to do. Last year. <laughs> that's, that's all you have to do. All right, look, wear your mask. Other than that, go back to work, business as usual. And do we'll you realize they're making it more complicated each each time? Each, with it. Like you just said, wear a mask, go back to work. Now let's get vaccinated, go back to You know people are going to resist. Or if you're not vaccinated, you need to get tested twice a week. I don't have time for that. Too bad. We're doing whatever we're doing whatever we can to incentivize you to not. Basically, what they're doing is you have to. It comes down to principles, and that's why I was kind of upset with Andrew Wiggins because I'm just like, hey, bro, I don't know how you're spending your millions of dollars, but I feel like you should be able to miss 20 games. You better miss 20 games with the absorbent amount of money you make. Your average white collar, like your average American, can't do that. But y'all making millions of dollars, and you can't afford to miss out on two million on principle. Like, bro, if you don't want to get vaccinated, don't get vaccinated, especially if it's for religious reasons. But that lets me know that either it's not for religious reasons or your money fucked off, and you scared that if you miss these checks, you out of there. And I'm not saying missing the checks is something that I think everybody should do, but I'm just saying on principle. When it's principle, you got to be able to be like, man, that money, you that money not finna own my soul. And and my thought process is 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 twofold. One, it's for in Andrew Wiggins specifically. All right, if you're not gonna tolerate me, you know, going to these games, you're not gonna pay me. That's fine. I I can handle that. But your other alternative is to fire me. You know what that happens if you fire me? My contract guaranteed. So now you got to pay me because I can't play anywhere. So those New York game checks that I was going to miss, those those home games that I was the forty four home games. If they go back to 82, uh, 82 games, the forty one home games, you just got to pay me now because mm-hmm. you're not allowing. You're not even giving me that option anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. also at the same time, look. As much as we sit here and we talk about, you know, not compromising yourself, we talk about all this other stuff, you know, holding on to your morals and everything. But like you said, if Andrew Wiggins' money fucked up, it's something completely different. And I'm saying don't let this vaccine thing fuck your money up. I understand you got your principles. I understand that you got your, you know, you got your hill that you want to die on. Mm-hmm. I get that. I understand that. But I also understand that money makes the world go round. Yes, sir. And people pretend like it don't. Is there, Don't fuck your money up. Straight up. Straight up. And, I mean, and I'm going to say this. We were talking about nursing in, in New York a couple of weeks ago. And all I'm saying is, and it's, even in my industry, just me personally, on my on principle, if you're giving me a deadline and on my and on my principle, on my hill that I want to die on, you didn't get, like, y'all in New York, they were saying uh, September, whatever, or October 1st, you know, they're going to do a major layoff. I've been knowing this shit damn near three or four months, and I ain't made no move. That they gave you more than 30 too. days in advance because they say you're not fully vaccinated until two weeks after your last shot. So they probably told you a good 45 days in advance. And you in the industry, I mean, like I said, I know it's certain tiers of the hospital, but I know that it's several tiers in the hospital where, shit, if you're a doctor, what you got to do, go get a license in another state? Or shit, some people only got to go to another county. Go to go to go to a red county where the hospital ain't on that bullshit. Or go to, you know, at the end of the day, where there's a will, there's a way. I don't know what I'm saying. Like, cause right now they tr- they 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 trying to put us in the corner, 
But like I said, it's enough people resisting to where I know that there are places where nurses can go to and work. Like, shit, nurses can go to some schools and work if they want to. And mm-hmm. school, every, every school in America ain't require you to get vaccinated. And like I said, nurses make, a lot of nurses make enough money to where if they had three or four months to plan, they could have got the fuck up out of, that, out of that state or out of that city or out of that county. Yeah, it sounds hard, but guess what? It's either you go against your principal, you get injected with this experimental vaccine that 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 had you that had you getting chest pains and man, did you, you notice that you want to talk about a fucking goalpost that is being moved? Like every time you turn around, the goalpost is being moved. All right, you know, cool, you get the vaccine, you good. All right, cool. Well, now you're gonna need a booster. Oh, damn. Well, now the booster ain't for everybody. It's for people 65 and up. All right, cool. Wait, no, we're going to change that. The booster is for everybody. Are you sure? Because the goalpost just keeps moving. Like, Duh. there's no concrete thing you can tell me to do X, Y, Z, and I can do X, Y, Z, and I'm good. Because then you come back, well, now I got double A. Now you got to do double A. Now you got to do double B. Like, it's, it's, it's always constant. And that's, and, you know, people always, oh, those people that got to do their extra research, they got, you know, and... They look at them a certain kind of way. It's like, it's not about the extra research. It's the lack of consistency. It's the hoops you have to consistently jump through. And you told everybody, all right, cool. Here's one shot. Get this one shot. We good. Of course, you're going to have people that push back. But also, it's like, hey, for the past 12 months, I've been telling you it's one shot. Get this one shot. You good. You don't tell people, hey, you get the flu shot, you need to get a booster. You know, you you well, who who who'd your original flu shot come through? Well, then according to that, you need to get the same, you know, it's so much, it's so many moving parts that it's like, why am I trusting this? That's like that's like you telling a woman, like, well, you know, hey, I want to be with you, but you know, first, you know, first I gotta get get my money right. All right, I gotta get I got my money right now. You know, well, first, well, now that my money's right, I gotta do this. Well, now that I'm doing this, I gotta do that. At what point does that woman say, you really just don't want to be with me? You keep throwing another excuse and another excuse and another excuse, 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 excuse to, 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 I'm not going to, I'm not going to say, you know, put off the inevitable because it's not inevitable. Not at all. It ain't inevitable at all. Clearly it isn't. <laughs> but that, that post I sent you earlier, I'm not even going to lie. I had looked over the fact that those were booster shots, the vaccine side effects for booster shots. I'm sitting here like, hold on. Booster shots. So shit, I'm getting injected with something that already isn't that safe. And 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 the purpose of me getting this booster shot is to eliminate the the uh not necessarily eliminate, but reduce, you know, uh, basically reduce symptoms. But I'm coming across this shit, and as far as in injection site reaction, muscle aches, fatigue, and headache. Shit, every booster shot you get, you got more than 30% chance of going through those. And that's just that's just the top four. So I'm like, I'm the medicine that I'm getting on top of the medicine ain't even guaranteed. Come on now, man. You telling me that I'm not an experiment? You telling me that I'm not a walking guinea pig? And that's all I'm saying. Like, if you forcing me, if you trying to coerce me into get something, getting something, and, and let's and let's just keep it a buck, man. People make research seem like it's just some profound methodology that you have to go through in order to classify something as research. I don't. First of all, they've been researching cancer 
for 30 years because they've been having so many goddamn marathons, raising millions and millions <laughs> of dollars. And all that research that y'all motherfuckers have put in that and still ain't found no absolute cure. You can't tell me what research is because to me, research is just basic, a basic investigation. You look it into something, you putting it, you putting what you study together and you draw on the conclusion. At the end of the day, you might have some, uh, you, I forget what they call it. It may be um, biased to an extent, but at the end of the day, even if it's biased, you should be able to, you should be able to re- come with a rebuttal and debunk what I'm saying. But the fact of the matter is, y'all motherfuckers moving the goalposts so much that y'all changing the definitions of shit. That shit, uh, wow. And like re- research ain't profound, like you said. Hey, what's in this shot? Cool. Let me see, Google these things in this shot. Oh, this is this. This is gonna make your body react that way. I don't want my body to react that way. I'm good. <laughs> that can be the extent of research. I don't have to, you know, get all into the, into statistics and and all this other stuff. I don't want that in my body. That's all it takes. And and I really think that it's a it's an unfair comparison because um you know I know we was talking about abortion on the last episode somewhat, but I even think just to hold my body my choice thing it's just a, it's an unfair comparison just based off the fact that it's not like I'm gonna I'll make sure I say this right. I don't, I don't, I didn't willingly walk into a situation where I wanted to get COVID. And that a lot of people that get COVID don't. Like, you're telling me to wear a mask. Shit, I wore a mask pretty religiously when I needed to. I washed my hands like we were told to. Like, I did the basic things that were needed to be done. And now you're still trying to force something on me. It's a lot of people out there, like, like we said last week, that are very careless with their bodies. And it's, it's, it is two sides to this. You got people sitting here like, hey, well, you don't want to have this child, but the man does. Or you have people in a situation where the man doesn't want to have a child, then you do. It's just those things are not fair to compare to me based on the fact that at the end of the day, one is purely individual. Like, like me getting COVID is on me. It's purely on me. And if I get COVID, it really ain't nobody else's fault but mine. And, and that's what that's what that's that's the determination I've come to with the vaccine. It is self-serving. And I told this to my parents when they were dropping me off at the airport. If I get if I get vaccinated, I can still catch COVID. I can still transmit COVID. The only thing I'm doing is possibly decreasing the effects that it has on me. Possibly. It's not it's not guaranteed. Maybe it decreases the effects that it has on me. It's that's self-serving. This is this is all about me. Now, if I have a pre pre-existing condition, I probably need to get that vaccine because that, that the way that things are happening, people are, are being obese and they're having these pre-existing conditions, and then you're getting sick, and it's really doing a, doing a one-two combo on you. Probably you need to get it. But other than that, to say, oh well, you know, it's the unvaccinated that are that are that are causing the virus to mutate. How? There's nothing in me. To mutate, to mutate, there's got to be some, like the the Ninja Turtles just didn't show up because ooze spilled on the sidewalk. There had to be turtle DNA mixed with that ooze to morph them into six foot tall human like turtles. That's very so true. If it's just if it's just me, how am I causing it to mutate? Hey man, and that, and, that, and that's that's in a sense your research. Like that's how, that's how you've come to the conclusion. Like hey, y'all on some bullshit. But I want to make sure that I did. You said something, and all I'm saying is, people keep talking about re- reducing symptoms and side effects. But 
I hear. I mean, I think the the most recent person that said they had COVID was Devin Booker, and he was like, "I lost my taste and smell." I'm like, "Bro, if that's a symptom of COVID, and that's one that, and and you deal with COVID what three or four days, and that's as severe as it gets for you, you telling me that you would rather trade that in for 81 percent chance of having a rash on your arm, fatigue, going through muscle ache, headache, joint pain, nausea, diarrhea, abdominal pain, rashes, and vomiting." Like, if you get a booster, your chances to do like that's what you're going through with a booster. And you I got a risk. With, I'm a professional athlete. You want me to risk fatigue? Fatigue, a, fatigue could cost me millions of dollars, honestly. And then you had people, and I think I seen somebody on black Twitter talking about football players, you know, they they get on the field risking CTE and concussion. They had the audacity to talk about they don't want to get vaccinated. I'm like, y'all still not understanding. That me getting a concussion is still my individual choice. You can't, you're not telling me I can't play football no more because of risk of concussion. You know what I'm saying? Like if I want to go out there and I want to risk getting concussed, that's 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 a part of football for me. That's my choice. Because guess what? I'm gonna wear the shoulder pads, I'm gonna get the helmets that I need, I'm gonna do the right things to try to avoid getting a concussion. I'm gonna do those things, and if I get them, the probabilities. I mean, niggas ain't getting concussed every day. You no. know what I'm saying? So, like, once that's not even a fair comparison. Like, you're trying to force me to put something in my body that has a way higher probability of me getting sick. I've never, I mean, it's, it's constantly people keep saying, I've had COVID already. I've had COVID already. And it wasn't that bad. So why do I want to get a vaccine that's probably just going to either make me get it again or, or I'm going to go through these side effects from the vaccine? Like, that's dumb. That's like I that's like I was telling you when I was sick. I was like, man, you know, I, I, I can tell when my sinuses are fucked up. Man, you might have COVID. I think my sinuses are just fucked up. And my mom's like, oh, you need to go get tested. All right, cool. I go get tested. Test test come back negative. Oh, well, you might need to go get tested again. Why? <laughs> you just, you just, need you to just want me to have it so damn bad. Yeah. I have a sinus headache. It's all in the front of my fucking face. I know what a sinus headache feels like. I take sinus meds. I start to feel better. That same, that same fear, that that skepticism that they have, and like that that desire for you to be like not necessarily a desire for you to be sick, but that to fit that the mold. Yeah, that, that hysteria that they have is the same reason why motherfuckers don't want to go back to work. I'm telling you, bro. That's a, that's a huge part of why people don't want to go back to work because there are a lot of people out there that in the height of this shit, they felt it was so bad that it was like, man, why would I want to go into a job and risk getting it if you're saying it's that bad? And believe it or not, there's still a significant amount of people out there that still don't want to leave their homes. They still, they still doing curbside. They still wearing their masks religiously. They're still living on some type of um on some type of government assistance. Don't get it twisted. Just because the unemployment shit dropped, don't mean it's not a bunch of people still on unemployment right now. They it's still a lot of people on unemployment right now. Like, don't nope. let the numbers lie to you. You just there were literally just mass terminations in New York. <laughs> like those people are gonna be they're gonna be shit out of luck. And I guarantee you, some of those people are gonna qualify for unemployment. They're gonna have to. You can't you can't hit everybody with failure to meet your job requirements. Yeah, that's you can't hit everybody with that. But once again, these same these same government agencies, bro, they changing definitions overnight. They they changing HIPAA rules overnight, OSHA rules overnight. 
just to put more money in the in the pockets of big farmer dog, and that shit's scary to me, dog. That shit's scary. But like I said, man, all this shit, dog, at the end of the day, it's all manufactured, dog. And they've been studying human behavior, dog. Just like I know you heard about the documents that was leaked by Facebook. Mm-hmm. The, the, the Pandora the, like, files. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, and I didn't even really get all into it, but they talk about how Facebook knew the pro like they knew, like they studied human behavior. They looked into the type of things that would trigger people. Like you y'all saw the Netflix documentary Social Dilemma. That's what it's called, right? Yep. Y'all saw that, like they know what to do to get your attention. They know what to do to hit your emotions, dog. They're not these people do years and years of studying and that shit is working. That's why you got suicides going through the roof. That's why you got obesity going through the roof. Like it's like a lot of that stuff, a lot of that stuff is is literally it's being implanted into you in a very um in a very uh conniving way and you don't know it because you're not aware. And that's the that's that's why I always that's why lately I always talk about being aware. You ain't always gonna be aware of everything, but when you notice something, that's why I like a lot of times to me, I don't really consider it an addiction if you're if you're aware of the if you're aware of what you're doing and you can stop it. A lot of people don't even know that they're doing it. It's so bad. You know, a lot of people there are a lot of people out there addicted to social media, but a lot of people out there that probably think they're addicted to something like, now, nah, you're not really you're not as addicted as you think you are. You know what I'm saying? Like some shit just happened. And the, the minute the minute you get removed from it, you, you realize there are some people that have a strong enough mindset they can live without it. But once again, there are people out there that are addicted to it. And I think it's more of an addiction to I mean, obviously, it's like, though, it's the dopamine receptor thing. But I think it's just become so much a part of our culture that it's just like without it, people are like, what you supposed to do? Yeah. How how do I feel this void that basically I've created in my day? How do I feel this void? And think about think think about think about that, Jake. You sitting there all day, you, like you get off. I'm lo I'm looking at my screen time for the day. It mm -hmm. says, let's see, Instagram twenty eight minutes, Twitter twenty one minutes, Facebook twelve minutes. That's all social media. Oh, Snapchat three minutes. So basically, look like at about an hour of of social media consumption for me today. Okay, okay. And it's kind of like, where do you feel an hour? That's a workout. <laughs> that might be more work at your job. <laughs> like, like, it's not hard to fill that hour. We just would rather fill it with, you know, and I, and I, with, you know, mindless scrolling and swiping. And I'm really like, I'm not pointing fingers at anybody because clearly you can see that I do it. And shit, if I wasn't busy as fuck today, it would probably be higher. So, but you're aware. I'm, for aware. the most part, I'm aware. Yeah, absolutely. You're like aware. I said, that's why I like those those focus settings where I can be like, all right, if it doesn't buzz, I'm not gonna look at it. it it's become like it's become people's personalities. You know, I, I you know, I when when the whole thing, and the only reason I knew the Instagram went down yesterday was because my son was asking me about Kyrie and the vaccine thing. He was like, you heard what they doing to Kyrie, and I was like. It's always easiest for me to go to Instagram because Instagram is basically news to me, and I and I couldn't get on. And I'm like, damn, maybe I'm tripping, and because I don't have Twitter, so it's like I had nowhere else to verify if Instagram was down until you know, obviously people start saying it like on Reddit or something. I'm like, oh, okay, you know. And then uh, the the WhatsApp group chat that I'm in, I realized that that shit had went dead. I'm like, oh, okay, interesting. 
But I, I didn't have any other way of verifying. But I'm like, oh, you know, and I just continued on with my day. But I imagine like influencers and shit, people that make money off that shit. I'm pretty sure that they, they was going crazy for those five hours. But I mean, that's their personalities. Their personalities are literally social media. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I and I hate to say it, man, but that shit is gonna happen. And I I, I think that a mass outage for multiple days or multiple months is bound to happen in the future. I just, I know it's going to happen. It has to. And honestly, that would, that would probably be a good thing. It would, it would be a good thing for people that like us that are like-minded, but I think, and I think that for the most part, we both are, you know, mentally well, you know, I, I like to think of myself as not being, you know, that fucking psychologically damaged, but there are a lot of people out there that, I think suicide numbers will probably go up, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm, and I'm saying like, if you don't, if there are no alternatives, if everything just happens to just bam, go down for like 72 hours, bro, or more, I think you would have some, some suicides go down or you'll, you'll have more people, um, just, just fall into a, 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 a kind of a depressive slump. And um, it, it, you know they'll they'll discover a lot about themselves in those few days. Or and yeah. if it happens longer, like I said, it can it can really get dark. It can really get dark. But uh, hey, bro, I'm I, I wasn't born into this shit, so it's easy for me to switch that shit off, bro. It's like it is what it is. Like I mean, shit, it was, we what I went like four or five months without being able to go to the gym. You just had to find an alternative, dog. I mean, you just find a healthy alternative. It's, I mean. It is what it is. Outside, outside wasn't open, but outside was open. Exactly, exactly. We've been outside. We've been outside. And I actually, I enjoy not. This has nothing to do with nothing, but like that's 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 how my day in. Like yesterday, I was like, all right, I'm I'm done working. Let me just go walk. Like they, oh, they open this bridge up down here. Let me go take this walk for you know, put this podcast on. It's gonna be an hour. Let me let me walk and come back just to get outside for a little bit. And it's like, it's very underrated. Very underrated. Well, I, I am in a I am in a state where the weather's you know pretty favorable for you to get out there and walk and not just you know be dripping with sweat. But you know, and have you done that today? Not 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 today because my shoulder's been fucked. Oh, that's like, right. Yeah, your trash ass shoulder. I forgot, man. The God, trash is boy. Like, would you slept on the road? I couldn't get the keys out of my pocket. God, dog. What you gonna do? Die? Like <laughs> the, the fuck? Die, nigga. Shit. That's really the, that's really the only option, huh? That's really my only option is just to die. Right. I, I pop some Advil. I got I got a little heating pad that I'll I'll put on it tonight. I don't I don't know what the hell I did though. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. I'll tell you. Like, I just I just did like like some standard um some 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 lawnmower pulls and it was like it wasn't even heavyweight. I think I did like maybe a 30, maybe a 35, nothing crazy. So I was like, you know, this is. I felt good when I left the gym after doing it. Like, don't, don't stick. I don't know, man. I'm just getting old. Hey, man, I'm telling you, it be like that, man. It be like that, dog. Yo, your body not gonna lie to you, dog. Your body not. That's what God. And in all honesty, man, just to switch to switch topics, kind of randomly, but I, I was sitting here looking at the vandalism of that uh George Floyd statue, man. And, and you know, I'm not for any type of vandalism, you know, unless it's um. Creative vandalism, you know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, graffiti and shit is, is vandalism, but it's creative. But it's, how do you? It's really more see? artistic expression than anything. 
Yeah, exactly. But how do you really feel about the George Floyd statues, though? Like, what about, matter of fact, I'm not even going to say George Floyd. Like, how do you feel about statues in general? <sighs> statues in general, I feel, are set there to be a reminder of people who have made great sacrifices for their area, their country, or whatever, what have you. Mm-hmm. It, it, it it's a memorial for remembrance. I'm going to put the statue here. Like when you go to the 9-11 memorial where they have like, you know, where the tower stood and they have, you know, all the names listed of the people that died around them. Like, you know, this is a memorial of, of you know, a tragic event, a sacrifice these people, you know, unwillingly made for their country. Like, you know, stuff like that. So it, it's, it's to remember things that happened in the past that really... I was going to say shape the future, but it's kind of like, did, did, did the 9 11 memorial really shape anything minus a 20 year war? And some, and some, and some fucked up security laws. Hey. An extreme invasion of privacy. I, I remember prior to 9 11, like you could walk, you could walk all the way to the gate without a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. could do everything but get on the plane. I mean, and, that, and that's what a lot of, that's what a lot of right wing people was talking about. They was talking about, man, like, Whenever there's a whenever there's a crisis like this, you got, just got to understand that the government is going to take advantage of this shit and they're going to find ways to manipulate this situation and their benefit. And it's well known and it's well documented that once you let the government take over the airports, that was just another way to funnel money into the government. I mean, and you still finna go broke. You still finna go broke, bro. Like, come on. I, I just don't understand how you could give somebody a loan and you can't take care of your own bills right now. Hey, bro. Hey. Like, hey. like you should have been a look, Iran. I ain't even got it right now, dog. I ain't even got it. Babe, my baby mama tripping. She the kid need more shoes and and, and my girlfriend. It's her birthday coming up. I, I ain't got it. Hey man. Hey. Clearly the US has it. Yeah, you you ain't you ain't asked China them? What they say? China ain't fucking with you. Damn, China ain't. <laughs> China ain't fucking with you. I don't know what to tell you, cause shit. You, you blaming blame Kobe on too. them, bruh. <laughs> no, no matter how factual it is, nigga, you blaming COVID. Like, we can't fuck with y'all, bruh. Man, the people only knew how deep that 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 cargo shortage shit goes. Like, like that shit real, bro. Like, y'all think y'all y'all think that. Orange man was bad and he was being evil when he was trying to get, you know, more American made shit here. But I'd be just looking, I'm like, dog, that shit wild to me. Like, y'all don't understand. Like, and that shit affected my job too. But it's getting to the point where, like, China finna have a real stronghold on the world. Bro, I did not realize that it was it was literally just ships sitting out there that can't be unloaded or anything like that. Like my grandma said that. I'm like, oh, you wild. And then I seen it. I was like, oh shit. Nigga, a month. They, 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 they warned us one time with the Suez Canal a couple mm-hmm. months ago when the couple of them had got stuck. That was just a warning. Nigga, you're talking about is if you look at the uh the map, like it's at least a hundred vessels out there just sitting. Just waiting sitting. to be unloaded. And then you got and then think about it. They waiting to be unloaded. Then you got then you have truck drivers driving up. They gotta wait because they can't the, the, the ships can't get to the uh dock. And then 
when the ships get unloaded, when some of the ships get unloaded, they good, but the other ships come up like that. Where the truck drivers at? Oh, we don't got enough. So we got to wait for that driver They had to, to take back. them. They gone. I got to wait for <laughs> them to get back. Dog. That trickle Dog. effect. Tell me that. And then, and, and then you're looking at the situation where you got people thinking to themselves, well, damn, I'm going to have to switch up who my supplier is. And then you really, it's either this, you either, you either forced to buy American or you forced to increase prices to have to, to have to compensate for the fact that China got you waiting or Spain got you waiting. Like, I mean, honestly, bro, if you own the seas, bro, you own the world. Yeah. That's what people fail to realize, man. If I'm, how much, how much, how much water is, is this earth made of? A lot. <laughs> exactly. You hear them out there wilding? I heard something. Yeah, that, that's the pool wilding. And anyways, you said it wasn't good for everything. So, anyways, but yeah, like you, you can only do so much through the air. You can exactly. do damn near everything through the water. They doing it. They showing you. Just they take some time. You. That, that man, you you own the seas, bro. That's why that's why pirating was a big deal back in the day, bro. That was a big deal, and that's why pirating is a hell of a, a hell of an offense. That shit. And I can only imagine how scared some of these dudes are sitting on these ships. That's another reason why the cruise line industry, they really out of there right now. Like, y'all really just in the way. They deserve to take an L anyway. They got people going having to jump through fucking hurdles and hula hoops and shit just to, oh, funky ass boat. Then just still to pop up negative. I'm mean, pop up positive. <laughs> I done heard so many stories. They be like, man, boats are like infested with germs. And I'm just like, it's a bus. bus. I'm just like, is it, I mean, is it any more infested, like I said, than a bus or an airplane? I'm like, I guess, man. I was like, everybody's just such a germaphobe now. It's hilarious to me, dog. But like I said, in the end, people going to look back at this time period and realize, man, we could have did shit so much better. I keep, I'm gonna keep saying that because I just this, the way shit being handled right now is just so dumb. And not only is it dumb, it's dangerous. I feel like you're looking at something super interesting, bro. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm just sitting here thinking, like, like, like I'm, I've said before, it's like I would have figured we would have went to a, a world war in our time before going, you know, into this pandemic. With we're basically in a war with ourselves. I mean, we're so divided. It's the vaccinated versus the unvaccinated. It's the it's, it's the virtue. Yeah, it's all it is. It's a civil war, bro. I mean, it's a, it's a, see, people. You got people that you know virtue signal on one side. You got people on the other side that just want to be fucking left alone. You know, <laughs> that fucking leave me alone, crowd though. Dog. I mean, like I said, man, it, it's the individual is the individual is is discriminated against so much. And I was telling somebody, I think I uh, shout out to 16, 16 shots podcast. Um, I, I'm shouting them out because I was on their podcast, which was a, a video podcast. It was a video format, but I do believe that they have audio. Um, I would tell Jay to go ahead and throw the 16 Shot Podcast Facebook group into the description of this episode so you can go ahead and check it out. I'm on there. Jay not on there because uh, Jay's not as cool as me, but uh, it was a good, it was a good, it was a good little you know, I, one of my homeboys is telling me it's like three hours long. And he was like, man, when do you jump in? I'm like, I don't know. Like, I, I can't watch it because I don't have Facebook. And I'm like, I thought so it was like an hour and a half. And you get you get in there pretty quickly with the, with the way they have it chopped up. 
Interesting. Yeah, he maybe he was trying to go through the Spotify or whatever. He thought that that was the one I was on, but I know I'm on the one that's on their Facebook. It should be their most recent, and you have to join their Facebook group to be able to see it. Um, if you don't want to do that, it's understandable. But uh, like I said, it was a good combo, and I just remember I was telling telling them like, man, like, cause he, he they they brought up Black Twitter at one point, and I was like, man, Black Twitter had you thinking all black people are the same. And that's just based on, you know, straight up, like, Black Twitter had you really thinking that Black Twitter speaks for Black people. And it's like, Black Twitter is a really a very loud minority. Like, that's a certain group of people. And I would I would, beg, I would honestly argue and say that's more of a college-age crowd, more of a bougie crowd that dominates the Black Twitter voice. Um, and and, I brought, and I, I'm saying that to say that the individual gets buried in that because there are plenty of individuals that – may participate in like the black Twitter retweeting and might find some of that shit funny, but that don't mean that they necessarily agree with a lot yeah. of that shit. So uh, I, I, I love black Twitter. I love the, the camaraderie of the, you know, shit. Cause I mean, a lot of people that grew up black did grow up a lot of, under the same circumstances, but that probably is where it stops. So, yeah, you know, sure. yeah, you know, we went through these things growing up, but you know, eventually our, our past started to change. So to think that we're all the same people now, Compared to the being the same people then is as highly inaccurate. Yeah, of course, definitely, definitely. And uh, and like I said, I've seen some funny shit on there too. But you know, obviously, when it gets political, you know, once again, it's like, hey, we don't all think like that. Uh, when you start talking about TV shows, it's like, hey, we don't all view that TV show the same way. When you start talking about, you know, obviously like LGBT shit, like we get, we don't all agree with that shit. So um, at the end of the day, like I said, the, the individuals. The individual's voice gets suppressed a whole lot, and that and that just sucks. Uh, other than that, uh, like I said the podcast it was cool being on there. I, I enjoyed it. How did you feel about the R. Kelly conversation that we had? Did you did you get to hear that? Yeah, I, I did, and 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 I get I get I kind of understood both the arguments of where they were coming from, and you know we've had that conversation about separating the artist from his music and stuff like that, but then. I get, you know, putting yourself in those situational hypotheticals. Well, like, you know, if, if your daughter did this or or if your niece did this, how would you feel? And we've all I think I think we've talked about um, whether prison is punishment or is it for um, rehabilitation? Yeah, rehabilitation. And it's kind of like I personally think it's more for punishment. Yeah. And the more I sat there and I was listening to him, I'm like, at the end of the day, I feel you. But the reality is you're talking about a government. You're talking about something that's run by the government. Yeah. When is anything that's run by the government, like, when is it something that you're going to really, like, value? Like, can you can expect high value from? I mean, it's run by the government. Like, we can't even depend on our own post office system. You talk about public schools being trash. You know, like, like the government doesn't take over things. Or and and you expect them to be run in the in the highest in the highest quality like that that's why that's why I mean if you talk about a private prison like if I don't know if that's if there's a, I hear people always say private prison but I never really understood that are there really private prisons meaning there is no government intervention there there is government intervention but it's owned privately. Okay. So for so for instance, they don't get their funding from the government. There might be some government subsidized programs that happen within the walls, but there might be funded by uh, whoever uh, Toyota. I, I, 
Yeah, I, yeah, I wanted to say Dan Snyder, but I don't, I don't, I don't want to just throw his name out there arbitrarily like that. And for all y'all listening, y'all may not know this. Uh, Jay is an ex, a ex uh, correctional officer. He was in that mug, beating up the inmates and shit. And um, relax, <laughs> relax, relax. <laughs> he was in that mug representing love lady. Let them boys know, man. Hey, man, don't, don't, don't cross me. Say, man, I, I, I was there to give. Yeah, so. Global Global Tell Link owns a private prison. Um, the Bell Industry. I don't know what that is. Uh, uh, oh, get, here, here's Corrections Corporation of America and the GEO Group are private prisons. There's a GEO prison in Conroe, Texas. That that that's a private prison. Okay. Okay. And, so, and, and I like the way you have, like like when you when. Since a lot of our t- um, listeners are Texans, TDCJ is a state government kind of place. One hundred percent. Texas yeah. Department of Criminal Justice, Texas. You know, right there, right in your fucking face. Just like you know, you go to a University of Texas, or but you'll go to Baylor, which is a private university. Big time, yeah. So they, you know, they they basically they play by different rules. Mm-hmm. Same with the private and the and the public um, prison systems. Mm-hmm. And, and, so even, and so to take it a step further, so like I mentioned, GEO is a, a, a private facility. They will contract with, let's say, the U.S. Marshals and they will house immigrants there or detainees while they're waiting to be transferred or tri- tried or what, whatever that whatever what have you. So you'll, you'll, you'll strike a contract with the government, but that's, that's probably like the extent of it. The government doesn't come in and tell you what to do. You know, you'll say, hey, this is what we do. You want you need places to hold people. We got places. So treatment might be a little different. Treatment might be a little different. Rules might be a little different. OK. OK. So once again, with a majority of the people that go to jail, knowing that they go to state prisons and stuff like that, going to state penitentiaries or whatever, we can we know what to expect from a government agency. That's just that's my thing. Like. Government. Did you see, um. Alabama used their COVID money to build a prison. Jesus, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, they they they're using those COVID relief funds to um, build prisons. Wow, I mean, I know that that industry brings in a lot of money because of the slave labor, but damn, that's wild. That's a that's a that's an immoral way to flip money. But the thing I've learned about the government, bro, is once you learn the loopholes. Bro, you can do some damage. And I and I don't want to drag this on too long, but I was listening to this podcast about uh, squatters. And uh, I think this was the squatter that stayed in uh, Denver, Colorado. It was this man. He had bought a house. And um, the woman basically, the day he was moving into the house, the woman came with the police department and was like, hey, this dude's trying to move into my house. This is my house. And she just happened to have a paper that stated that this was her house. Um, so in the long run, she, he was removed from the home because he couldn't prove that he bought the house because that day, I mean, he's just moving into the house. He didn't have no paperwork on me. Like, this is my house. I got the keys. I'm moving yeah, in. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm here now. Yeah, and, and, and the sucky thing about him was he was technically, you know, he was a foreigner and he was he worked in, t- he worked in tech. And um, long, long story short, it was fucked up because... This woman basically squatted in his house while he paid all the bills. And the the reason it happened like that was because 
she knew the loopholes. She knew that it was she knew that as long as she put up the contest that it was her house, there was reasonable to believe that it was her house. So now you gotta prove it. And in order no, for you to prove I don't it, have to prove nothing, you gotta prove it. And and the reason she was able to do it was because like 10 or 15 years ago, before that, before she she had got a divorce and her husband took the house. And she basically was just coming back to basically get what was hers. It, it's a fucked up story, man. And I was just like, the shit that the guy went through, it took him 18 months to get the house back. But he paid 18 months of mortgage while she stayed there. And while she stayed there, she she actually had another tenant staying there. She was making money off the tenant. So <laughs> she basically, she squatted in the house, made money in the house. And it's just basically after 18 months, she dipped. Who knows? She probably doing it again to somebody else. But I've I've seen a lot of of quote unquote investor videos that'll say, go down to the courthouse, find out who's behind on their property taxes, and pay those property taxes. And, and so now you may not own the house, but you 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 have the the basically the say over the property. I mean, I, wasn't that wasn't that was when that happened like at the beginning of the year when all these eviction moratoriums or whatever were going into effect? Like they were basically saying like some um some investor, I think like Blackstone investor or Blackwater investor was just buying up homes because so many people had to foreclose or had to leave because they couldn't, you know, they lost their jobs, you know, and here goes this, this investing company, like, hey, we, we got y'all, we got it. This yeah. our shit now. Yeah. Man, I, I, I always debate with people, man, like I said, me personally, I wouldn't mind owning a, a single family home one day. You know, it's affordable. I don't think, I mean, personally, me and my personality, I don't need to build a house from the ground up. I'm not that type of guy. Um, but it is interesting to me, like, how you really can't explain to somebody how that isn't, like, it's not the great investment that it once was. Like, it's not a bad investment. But buying homes is not the investment that it was to a boomer. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's really hard for me to break that down to people. And, and like, people just think that, Buying a home is like the automatic bag. And it's like, y'all do know it's people out here that be losing their grandma homes and shit, right? Like, <laughs> it easily messed that off. And, and, and once again, just point and out then, the fact And that, then they say, you know, well, at least I'm paying for something that, that, I, that I, I will own eventually. If you go the distance, we're not really in the age of people going the distance. We don't, we sign these, these, these loans for vehicles and, I say we, I'm talking about myself, and we don't keep them to the full term. We're trading them in in two or three years. Yeah. You know, you just signed up for 30 of them. Are you going to be here in 30? <sighs> the lifestyles that some of them live in? You don't realize that the government really setting you up to where you can't be there in 30 years. They're hoping that you don't make it so they can oh, just yeah. get it again and sell it. That bank, that bank, you think it sounds malicious, but that bank is really hoping you fuck off. The bank oh, is yeah. hoping two things. Is either hoping that you pay this shit off right away so they can get their money right away, or they, or you can fuck off and they can flip it again and make double the money. Not 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 to get too 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 financial because you get this mortgage with this bank. This bank packages this mortgage up in what they call mortgage-backed securities, and they sell these securities on the open market. So honestly, you might be sending your money to the bank or to a mortgage servicing company, the mortgage, the bank that packed up your mortgage and sold it to somebody else. So they're looking for you, like you say, to fuck up so that they can make a new mortgage on that same property, package that back up with other mortgages and sell those again. And get a, and get a consistent return off that. 
And this is all supported by who? The government. Straight up, bro. The, the government that y'all trust and love so much. And I'm telling you, man, when you really just get down to the nitty gritty of some of the shit that the government allows or they'll turn their back on or they just blindly like they'll just willfully ignore. Like you realize, man, these people don't have your best interest at heart in any situation, any situation. Back to the shot is self-serving. 100 percent. It's self-serving. Mitch McConnell, you could you could flip out Mitch McConnell and, and Nancy Pelosi and, you know, say, all right, you the Democrat, you the Republican now. Shit ain't gonna change. <laughs> like they're just gonna adapt to their new surroundings. And people don't get that yet, man. And it's so sad. It's it's, it's like I, I talk to you know I talk to younger people and like they 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 want to be able they want to seem so woke and I'm just sitting here like like you get it but you don't get it like you see it you're seeing it from your young naive fresh eyes but. In a few years, though, you ain't gonna be looking at that shit no more. Cause like, like, like you looking at it. Cause I looked at it just like you at one point, and then you kind of wake up and realize, hold on, man, this shit, this shit kind of fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like I always, always point out, man. Like I'm all for people getting degrees. I'm all for people going to college. You know what I'm saying? If that's what's for you. But it is really interesting that the value of a degree decreased as the increase of minority started to happen in these colleges. Like, what the fuck happened? All of a sudden, you know, nobody, everybody's talking about you know, student loan is dumb and fuck college and uh, start OnlyFans and get famous on TikTok. Like, that's what y'all own now? Like, does the, does the future even have doctors? Does the future even have engineers? Like, are we ever going to have anything that's going to top a TikTok or a Facebook that's American born or some shit? Like, what are we looking at, bro? Are, are we looking at uh, a, an America that's totally supported by international interference? Because, I mean, the American people aren't looking too sharp right now. Bro, the American people haven't looked sharp in a while. Bro, the, the most you're getting from us is entertainment these days. That's Easy. all you're getting from us. Easy. The innovative Easy. We, we the don't in be something to laugh at, that's for damn sure. Bro, bro. But look, man. Now think about that post, man. About that that post where they say you give a give a give a poor man six hundred dollars, he gonna he gonna lose it. In a couple of days, give a rich man six hundred dollars, you know he gonna stretch it. Yeah. And, you know, and I I was gonna go into you know into a deep discussion about that, but the reality, and, you know, I I know people view that and they hear that and they're like, well, you know, the the person that had the poor person that had six hundred dollars, you know, it, it's hard for them to make it last. They need it. And the person that, you know, the person that's rich and gets the $600 a meet, of course they can make a stretch. That's disposable income to them. Exactly, you know. And and um, I'm not really that well-versed with the Bible, but I know that there's there are, there are verses in the Bible. And I, I think it's uh, something they call, they call the Matthew effect. And um, at the end of the day, you, you give somebody something. Talk to them. <laughs> talk to him. I, I know where you're going. Talk to him. Yeah, like it's it's like you give somebody you give somebody that has something something, and it's it's more likely to double. You give somebody that has nothing, you know, it's gonna it's it's gonna go away. They're not gonna keep it, and it's just I think that's more mentality than anything, because mm -hmm. there's plenty of rich people out there that blow through money too. They might not see it as disposable income. They might do some dumb shit on. They might. They might take that six hundred dollars, buy coke, and sniff it off the stomach of a stripper. 
<laughs> and that person that, that needed that 600 is looking at like, okay, I looked into the 600. I really need to make this stretch. Yeah, so I'm going to spend chance. it, but I'm going to make sure that I get every penny out of the 600. Straight up. I mean, it's possible to get $600 and, 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 and invest $100 of it. I mean, I know poor people that pay tithes. And, mm-hmm. and when I say poor people, I mean, and, and that's another thing when it comes to defining what poor is. I mean, you got you got you got Skid Row poor, and then you got you got Section A poor, you got check to check poor. I mean, there's so many different levels of being poor in America. So it's like, you know, it's just something to think about. And when I like I said, when I think about you know that six hundred dollar analogy, like you saw what people did with their stimulus, you saw what people did, you you saw what people do with PPP loans, and it was on average people was getting twenty k. People was getting twenty k on average with the PPP loans. I seen some people use it right. I seen some people use it wrong. And, and and those people that were getting them, you could say a majority of those people were poor. You I could. mean, easily. But twenty k up, uh, you're you're poor. You're twenty k up. That means that you're. Let's say let's say you're the type of person that you you you're making you making thirty five to forty thousand a year. You just got a half a year advance on your salary. I mean, how poor you got to be to be dumb as fuck with 20K? Just saying, bro. So, like I said, it's really a mentality. God bless fools and babies. Man, it's a mentality thing, bro. I'm telling you, I know people right now that would get 20K, and they're going to be good for a long time. And we both know people that get 20K and be broke within three months. Easily. It's It's a mentality thing. People don't understand. I say this all the time. People always talk about how, you know, a lot of these white people, they they get these inheritances and blah, blah, blah. Bro, a majority of people that get inheritance and shit like that, a lot of them do go broke because they have a poor man's mentality. But then you got some people that really, they'll end up striking gold. Like, once again, I question Andrew Wiggins' motives. Do he got money like that? Is he in a struggle mode if if he miss a check or two? And you think to yourself, God damn, this nigga probably making uh, 500K a game. At, at 26. Bruh. But guess what? This nigga got a, he got a, he got a $10,000 a week steakhouse habit. You know what I'm saying? He got a, he got a $40,000 a month shoe habit. That's a poor man's mentality. You don't even need all that shit. Andrew Wiggins going to make 31 million this year. 31 this million, bro. This season. Bruh. This season alone, bro, just break that down by game real quick. If they do the full 82. $378,000 a game. $378,000 a game, bro. Do you understand that it take, it take your average person probably maybe 8 to 10 years just to get that? Yep. And you getting that for playing probably on average 30 minutes of basketball. But guess what? You 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 handle that money like like a person with no sense. Mm-hmm. You, you 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 you. And that's really what kills a lot of people. It's just that that desire. They just want so much shit. They want shit. They I gotta have it. I gotta have it. It's like dog. Like it's nothing wrong with simplifying your life. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gotta have everything that's popping. You ain't gotta have every iPhone that drop. You ain't gotta have every Apple Watch that come out. But anyways, man, I'm going to get off my soapbox, man. You know something I, I learned recently? What? Depending on what state you play in, you have to pay those taxes. 
See, that's so why a lot of people don't like going to Florida. No, no. Even if I'm, I'm well, there, there are no taxes in Florida. But like, even if I play for the Houston Rockets and there's no state taxes in in Texas, cool. So 41 games, I'm not going to pay any taxes. But those, you know, those trips to New York where we play New York, or those trips to LA where we play, I have to pay the state taxes for that state. See, I, see, I heard I'm not a resident. I thought I just, Florida I think, was state taxes. Who said, huh? I thought Florida was state taxes. I heard Florida no. was only state taxes because no, New no, York is no like state. state and city or some shit like that. Yeah, state, city. Yeah, state and city. I think yeah, there's no there's no state income tax in Florida. That's why people mm-hmm. like Florida. Okay, so Florida and Texas are the one people like. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Because yeah. I know there are state income tax in Charlotte. I mean, in North Carolina. Mm. Got to think. They don't be thinking about that shit, though, Jay. Nope. They, you know, they want to go play with their partners, and they, and it. But then again, they think about it. They like shit. This is money I can sacrifice. Alaska, Florida, Nevada, New Hampshire, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Washington, and Wyoming. No state taxes. No state income tax. Somebody tried to tell me taxation ain't theft. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck out of here. And, and the crazy thing about that, and I'm going to end on this note. When a person says taxation is theft, they're coming from an angle of, you can't fucking tell me you know every single dime your taxes go to. And if you Man. knew what every dime where it went to, you'd be good with that shit. That's, the, that's the whole mindset behind taxation is theft. Because at the end of the day, I know good and damn well there are countries out there that would love to have some type of tax so they can have, a, so they can have certain things funded. But at the same time, there's plenty of countries out there that have taxes. They just fucking corrupt and they're Haiti. <laughs> like, they become a fucking Haiti. They become a fucking Nigeria or some shit like that where it could be so, it could be prominent all over. But guess what? We're going to only dedicate the taxes to this one little section for the, for the prominent people. So like I said, taxation is fucking theft because a lot of times when people steal money, what they do with it, what the fuck they want to do. And, you and then people, people say, oh, without taxation, you know, look at the roads, look at this, look at this, look at this. I get that. But is all my money going to the roads? No. Bruh. Are all my was... money, is all my money going to after school programs? Or all, is all my money going to fund teachers? I don't have any kids. Give a shit about these teachers. Do you know how much it costs? To get some 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 concrete. How much are <laughs> running these days? I know lumber look, up. Look, 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 bro. All I'm saying is I can give you some quick some quick mixed concrete, and I can fix me some goddamn private some roads in a private in, in a private way. I don't yeah. need the government for that shit. Domino's, I, I think it was Papa John's already had debunked that shit. They almost got. I believe it was a. Uh, it was a. I forgot. I think it was Papa John's or Domino, but they they got they got uh, charged up by the city. For cleaning up the roads in that area, because they just said, you know what, these roads fucked up. We just gonna do them ourselves. And the city charged their ass up for that shit. Like, hey, we can't <laughs> doing that shit. Like, oh, we can't do what you're supposed to be doing with the fucking taxpayer money we be giving y'all. That's your government at work. Hate it or love it. And I'm telling you, man. Like, just you know, in the area that I live in, bro. Like, I'm telling you, bro. I, I swear on everything I love. You'll hit a pothole one time. Come back a week or two later. That hope be gone. Because because at the end of the day, it's just certain areas that really care about their community, and they really gonna make sure that their money, it, it, especially when it comes to visible visi- visibility, like you gonna have people asking questions. See, that's the thing. These folks around here gonna ask questions because mm-hmm. they know, like, hey man, I'm paying a lot of property taxes. I'm finna ask questions. See, I'm, I'm paying for something. I need to see something. 
See, when you're in a poor area where everybody living off the government, <laughs> like everybody in a struggle mode, they're not asking no questions. Nope. They're gonna deal with the they're gonna deal with the potholes in the road. Because they know they know shit. If it wasn't for the government, they wouldn't they wouldn't even have that meal they finna eat tonight. You know what I'm saying? So it's 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 it's, it's different, bro. It's different, bro. But anyways, man, it's always a pleasure to be here. It's always enjoyable. Before we get into words of advice, I'm just gonna say, if Spotify is your usual means of listening to this show, go, go for listen to she moans in Spanish. Go listen to she moans in Spanish. Is that a classic? That's a classic. That's a classic. Okay, okay. Go listen to She Moans in Spanish. Wow. Now I gotta listen. I gotta re-listen to that one. I, I, when I when I was looking, I was doing the numbers and stuff. Earlier, I was like, damn, that's that, that is a lot of plays. Yeah, we appreciate that. Plays. If you listen to She Moans in Spanish, go ahead, drop a comment, hit that hit that like button on there. Uh, that'd be lovely because I that'd be nice to see that one shoot to the top. Uh, Google Play ain't worth shit. Um, <laughs> Apple Podcast. Even people you know, with Androids don't use Google Play, so bro, that's what it feel like, man. Apple Podcast, keep doing your thing, man. You know, the Apple Podcast, the purple logo still until they decide to change it. And that's uh, so, yeah, SoundCloud, SoundCloud, you know, SoundCloud on SoundCloud. Uh, but other than that, man, words of advice. Uh, I'm gonna keep it short and simple. Um, along the along the lines of protecting your seed, I think that it's in, now more than ever, it's a good time to. You know, to think about homeschooling, and to think about you know, pro, you know, private education for kids. Because I was sitting here thinking about government versus private, and I do believe that a lot of people have this mindset of, you know, hey, I want to make sure that I have a college fund set aside for my kids and all that shit. I think, it, I think, it, I think the impact should start even sooner than that. So a lot of people that are coming up with kids in this world right now, I, I think you need you need to remove them from the government indoctrination as soon as possible. So if you could at least do six to eight years, I mean, if you do, if they're doing like four to six years of public school, hopefully by the time that kid gets in the seventh, eighth grade, you, you you know, do privatized education or even before that be homeschooling if you have the time. But uh, that, that, that's just that's just something I think is important because I do believe and I'm always going to believe children are the future. And now more than ever, we have to make sure that we're building a generation of kids that are critical thinkers and are not being indoctrinated by these people that hate us. So, yeah, sleep on that. <laughs> that's, that's, that's very good, sir. Very good. I'm trying. But also, also, parents, please make sure that you got some sense too. Don't be out here having no sense and teaching your children not to have any sense because that's a slippery slope as well. That's the trickle down effect. <laughs> Uh, my words of advice are as much as we appreciate y'all coming to the No Boundaries podcast and engaging us and you know taking what what we what we give you as some food for thought and and you know to really kind of open up your mind and make you think I also want to make sure that you are thinking for yourself don't go do something because No Boundaries said it don't go do it because your cousin said it don't go do it because your mom said it don't do it because your dad said it or whoever your best friend or or, or your sister or whoever don't do anything because this other person told you to do it. Think for yourself. Make your own decisions. There's nothing wrong with getting input from different sources to improve your knowledge because we call that doing your research. There's nothing wrong with doing your research. But when it's time to make the decision, make sure you're making that decision for you and not because somebody else told you to make that decision. I'm begging you. I'm begging you. Don't be bullied. 
Don't be coerced. Don't be take that into a, a corner. Take that accountability of this is my decision. Straight up. I'm going to make this decision. Whether right or wrong, I'm going to make this decision. This is all on me. Straight up, man. Straight up. I like that. I like that. I feel like you just freestyled that one. Uh, I, I, I was cooking. Okay, I, it, okay. it, it, it was on the stove and it came to a boil. I ain't going to hold you. I like it. I like it. I like it. Well, shit, man. Uh, did you go? What's that? You watched that Chappelle yet? What is it? What yeah, is I, it did, I did watch it. What's the it closer. The closer. Okay, okay. I didn't even. I promise anything. I love. I didn't even know he he had a comedy special coming out until I seen a couple of people post it today. So yeah, yeah this, I, is, I, this is the this is the end of his Netflix deal. So last last stand up he was obligated to do for Netflix. Was he funny? Yes, I felt I felt a lot of the killing me softly in this. Okay, good, good, good. I just, I mean, I don't mind storytelling, uh, Dave Chappelle at all. But I mean, I just, I, I like to be warned before I'm going into storytelling. I, I mean, you're, you're going to get the storytelling, Dave. But it, at the end, it's kind of like, boom. This is why I told you the story. This is comparison to something you weren't even thinking about. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, he's he's the master of that, dog. Like he'll he'll have he'll he'll have you forget about a joke and then he'll bam he'll hit you with that he'll hit you with it as a punchline. Yeah. Like that other one where he's like, I'm gonna give you the punchline now. And hey. then he did the whole special and finished the joke at the end. God, God hey, he's master of his craft. Yeah, he's a special talent, man. He's special talent, man. So, yeah, I'll definitely check that out. Uh, pretty sure he ain't going nowhere. I don't see him going anywhere else but Hulu. I mean, I mean or Amazon Prime or some shit. He ain't I fucking mean, with HBO. I mean, who, who locked up? Oh, Eddie Murphy's locked up over there at Amazon. So, I mean, Netflix going to have to cut him the blank check. You, you write your number, whatever you want. Hey. Okay, okay, man. Dave Chappelle, do your damn thing, man. Any anything we need to watch, man? Because I mean, uh, uh, I ain't been I ain't been watching much. Um, check out Wale and J Cole poke it out. That shit been rocking. I was like, they, me, should, they should uh, they should drop this during the summer because this is a banger. Dog, I was going to tell. I was like, man, as much as I don't fuck with Wale like that, I was like, that try, he dropped a nice little song. I had my first time hearing it was Friday night, and I was going to tell that man. And I seen you had posted on Snapchat. I was like. That's a nice little song, man. I wonder why he kept it in a rap, kept it a rap like that, man. Like, I fuck with it. Yeah, I mean, I, I fuck with it. I, I don't think Meek Mill album was bad either. I think Meek Mill album was okay. Like, I mean, I, I, and and I'm not huge on on Meek Mill overall, but I thought it was pretty okay too. I yeah, enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, that that's a nice little song, man. Pope, yeah, he did that, man. Both both got nice verses, man. But anyways, man, Cole was stupid though. Cole yeah, yeah. went to a different level. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. To find to find a better nigga, you're gonna have to live for a century. Dog. God <laughs> damn. Like, okay, bro. Okay, okay. Hey man. As always, thank you and you're welcome. And with that being said, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary 